Happy New Year, everybody. We hope 2024 is off to a great start and you're enjoying some well-deserved R&R. This week, we're bringing you a rewing episode with Marianne Radley, the smoothie queen of Smoothie King. Enjoy this rewind on the Hospitality Hangout. Welcome to the Hospitality Hangout Rewind Edition. In case you missed it, we had Marion Radley, the smoothie queen of Smoothie King, join us on the Hospitality Hangout. And boy, we had a blast. We chatted with Marianne about the role of data in guiding market decisions, brand authenticity, and more. Enjoy this episode. Man, it was one of the classics. And if you missed it, that's why we're replaying it right now on the Hangout. Thanks for joining us for the Hospitality Hangout, a hospitality-focused podcast where the founders at Branded Strategic share their insight and bring technology and innovation leaders that are making things happen in the industry we love. My name is Jimmy Frischling, otherwise known as The Finance Guy. I'd like to introduce my partner, Mr. Michael Schatzberg, also known as The Restaurant Guy. And thank you for that kind introduction, Jimmy. And to all those listening, you feel free to call me Shatsy. Together, we are the personalities behind Branded Hospitality Ventures. We work at the intersection of hospitality, technology, innovation capital and of course jimmy smoothies we love smoothies yes. we love acebos we love smoothie king we love it all i think you're, you're, you're still in my thunder listen we are recording a special edition live from food on demand at the cosmopolitan hotel in las vegas food on demand 2023 very excited to be here we have a special episode where we're inviting our friend is marianne radley the chief marketing officer of smoothie king and we're going to bring her into the episode right now we are really really lucky because we've got a great guest yes, we do. uh one of my favorite uh places of all in the whole world is down there in new orleans called smoothie king and we are fortunate to have Marianne Radley, the Chief Marketing Officer, CMO. That's a big deal. Yeah. This is C-suite stuff, Jimmy. C-suite. We're getting C-suite people on the Hangout. How is, how are Julie, how is Julie and Julia pulling this I off? I don't know what they're telling people, but it is amazing that we are getting C-suite people. Jimbo, we got a lot of really great questions, a lot to learn, a lot to learn. No, thank and, and Marianne, thank you so much uh, for doing this with us, with us. We appreciate having you on the podcast. Uh, how about this? Let us. Uh, how about you introduce yourself to our audience, sure. and then we'll kick it and roll through. All right. Well, Mary, I think you know you kind of introduced me already. I'm Marianne Radley. I'm the Chief Marketing Officer of Smoothie King. I joined them um, end of September of last year, so just about seven months on board. Uh, prior to that, I was the Chief Brand Officer with Pizza Hut. I was the Head of Global Marketing with Monster Beverage for several years. And then I worked for Anheuser-Busch for 15 years prior to that, doing new product innovation and then running the Budweiser You know where team. I'm going to go, by the way. Where are you going? Weren't you, you weren't the Chief Marketing Officer during that Anheuser-Busch, that, that Bud Light thing, were you? Oh, I left AB in 2010. So oh, because okay, that would have been an incredible years. story. No, no. We, had, we have the Chief Marketing yes, Officer of the no, Bud no, Light no. idea. No. Uh, yeah, that was, that was uh, no, crazy. She, and, and she's on a leave right now. She's on a leave of absence. Okay. All right. Just clearing that up. So that is not yes. Marianne Radley, everybody. Well, I, I love it. And I get to say we have the marketing queen of Smoothie King. That is awesome. And your journey, Anheuser-Busch, Monster Energy Drinks, Pizza Hut, as you said, yeah. um, all before joining Smoothie King. Um, 
what talk about what's new at Smoothie King? Oh shit! Oh shoot! Uh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. You can say whatever you That's want. Right. This is no FCC guidelines here. Yeah, yeah, you can good. say shit that. if you want. I love podcasts. It's yeah, okay. No, I'm, I'm from the Bronx. You can yeah, take the girl out of the Bronx. Can't think of the girls. Yeah, shit. Marianne, yeah. Marianne, Marianne and Jenny. <laughs> From the, from, from the, the Bronx. Bronx. Yeah, That's right. yes. yes. Uh, well, you know, we just launched Smoothie Bowls uh, April 4th. So that was a huge Wow, tell huge us about thing. a Smoothie Bowl. Yeah. That's so, breaking news. What's a Smoothie Bowl? So Smoothie Bowl is we start with a base. So we have six different recipes. The first one is has an acai base. So it's acai. And then we have purely Elizabeth granola on it, fresh blueberries, fresh strawberries. First of all, spice, I love acai. Slices. And by the way, purely Elizabeth, that is it's, the best that granola. That is the best granola. So yeah. you, how do you get, you did a deal Yeah, with, we did with, a partnership with them. Oh, and they've, every been, morning. they've been great. It, it, it's the best granola. I mean, Without that's what, so we have our company, we have a commitment to, it's a clean blends commitment. We have a no-no list. So we don't bring in any artificial colors, any artificial flavors, no soy, no gluten, all vegan. Um, so it's, we, we launched six, incredible recipes the other one has a pataya base a pataya's dragon fruit uh -huh, uh -huh. and uh so we we just launched it we have are having phenomenal phenomenal success in yeah everyone loves launched. bowls we are yes. the we are the largest bowl seller in the country now so is that right flip of a switch yeah so because yeah, i think yeah. bowls are really easy my kids love them yeah they great. get the Grab ice bowls all the time you yeah. just it's just a bowl with a spoon it's like a soup yeah it's but, just it's but it's a meal but it's yeah. a meal soup's yeah, not a meal is, yeah it's definitely know? a meal can be, but you know what healthy. there's a lot of bowl places that do a side that they blend it with ice or they blend it with added sugar strawberries. They're cheating. Ours is we sourced right from from uh, Sambazon in Brazil, and uh, it's high quality acai and really and the granola. I mean, yeah, if you're using Elizabeth, it's got to be good. It's great. Yeah. So we've got a high standard. It's great success. So that's been that's our largest uh, product launch in the company's history, really. So we've been around awesome. for fifty years. And, and then now you launched both. That that's is, super yeah, cool. It's, yeah. So well, we're right, doing that. that, and we've got this in May. At the, in three more weeks, we've got our summer flavored smoothie coming out. It's our extreme summer, so we're doing extreme watermelon oh. and extreme watermelon lemonade. Did you bring one to try? So you know what? Shoot, I really wish I did. I don't think it would have <laughs> packed well. I think it would have melted yeah. before I got up here. You know, oh. I think they were ready at 145. Oh, yes. it's, it's yes. really late. So you had to go to the bathroom. <laughs> okay. What role does yeah. tech and innovation play within Smoothie King, either in the front of house, back of house, out of the house? Yeah, well, it's it's tied across all levels of our organization. When you're looking at from an operation standpoint, tied in from our point of sale and Olo, and and getting our our digital orders, uh, digital push and, and sales is a big is a big uh, wig for us. You know, as far as uh, um, our corporate goals and um, so app development, our tech stack, um, point of sale system digital across uh, our loyalty program and healthy rewards program. We are actually investing right now on on shifting our, um, creating a new app and, and launching a new MVP platform in, in August of this year and shifting our loyalty provider. But really it's at every single touch Can point. Can you give us any journey. color on the loyalty provider that you will be switching to? Mm. I can't. Can I, I guess? But I, you can guess. Yeah. Oh, can, yeah. I don't want to guess. Yes. Go ahead. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Sure. I think Mary yeah. gave the right answer. Yes. Off. You know what? When it's time, she'll when tell it's us. Time. By the way, shots. What? But what she was really thinking is if you knew, you knew. You knew. Yeah. I'm not in the know. I'm not in the know. June first. June first. June first. You'll know. Oh, that's right. How many smoothie but kings are there? There are over fourteen hundred. So we've got over eleven hundred here domestically, and then we've got uh, smoothie kings international as well, Korea and Asia. We've got some in the Caribbean. Uh, we're expanding there, but our our big focus right now is more more push and opening of stores. We're opening about hundred and ten stores this year. And we'll be on pace to uh, open about 100 stores a year is, is kind of our goal. Remember, we were at the HSBC event, 
and they were promoting their favorite franchise. Franchise, right? And Smoothie King was like one or two on there. I mean, it was, yeah. It was. I don't know if they're still banking with you or still working with you, but they were so excited about what you yeah, guys. Yeah, I were think doing. it's been about nine years in a row that yep. Smoothie King has been People one of the top Smoothie franchisees. King. Yeah, Absolutely. and you know, even from an operator standpoint, or if you're investing in as a franchisee, it's a really low entry level fee because we yes. we don't have cooking equipment. We right. do not serve, you know, fat in quesadillas or anything yep. like that. It is we stick to what we do right and it's clean smoothies and now smoothie bowls were the night nice, nice yeah, it's an it's yeah. an easy it's an easy open. You know, yeah. you don't need the hood and the venting right. and a lot of exactly. the permitting. So yeah. it's an easy open. It is. Yeah, yeah. I was just down in Coral Gables and, and, and there was a small footprint. We have we have some drive through only stores yeah. that are doing tremendous business yeah. and drive through only and you've got you know, drive through on both sides of, of the building and it's a small little lobby for pickup and you're looking at maybe a, a 650 square foot store and it, the startup cost is pretty low. So And now with these new bowls, I yeah, mean, yeah. forget about it. Yeah, the, the, our sales are phenomenal. I love phenomenal. it. I love it. In fact, so much so that I, I just caught wind today that uh, one of our competitors, the CEO of their company, saw how well our smoothie bowls are doing and now he's pressing their company to, to launch. It Why don't we year. have smoothie bowls? That's right. Heads are that's right. So, Invitation. So, that's right. Love it. Love yeah. it. You know, did you? This is a fun fact. Did you know Smoothie King was actually the? It started 50 years ago. They created the word smoothie. That's where it started with Smoothie King with our founder when he when he started Smoothie really? King. Yeah. The interesting story though, it had nothing to do with what a smoothie is today. He saw an old western, and the cowboy was rolling a cigarette on his arm, like making it. And he he said, "Let me have one of those smoothies." The other cowboy in the in the western said, and he just loved that that word, smoothie. so he named Smoothie King. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Now let me tell you. To, so that's a little. That's a nugget that of information and knowledge. Dropping knowledge. I just dropping dropped knowledge it. on the podcast. Holy that's cow! Right. When I say people walk away from a podcast with a little knowledge, you, you know what? You can play that King. Tri trivia, so, a trivia night yeah. somewhere at a bar that might come out. Yeah. Think about Smoothie King. If they didn't, use, it would just be Blunts. King. We go King. Exactly. Yeah. 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 It would just be king. It would yeah. just be king. But you know That's what? I, I wish I wish that name would have been trademarked or yes. registered because think of the the buco bucks that would have been made when everyone all of these That's other. Yeah. Is it too late? Can we do it yeah. now? Can I, we, think, I, think I think it might. might yeah. Is it too late? Is the smoothie out of the bag? Yeah. By about I think four and so. a half decades. I think so. Damn it. Yeah. But we are. Damn yeah. It. So this year it's fifty for us. Fifty years. Pretty cool. I got to tell you, I, I love it. It really is cool. And now I knew something about Smoothie King, and I didn't know anything about that before. That's awesome. So let's get back to food on demand. Uh, okay. Have you been to this show before, or is it the this, first time? This is my first time. I sat on a panel yesterday, um, right. which was great. Sat, sat down with uh, some really powerful females from Shake Shack. Marketing and then also to from the Omni Channel yeah, guests. Yeah. So give me a couple takeaways from the panel. Well, you know, a, a big question that came up was we were talking a lot about third-party delivery, and I kind of maybe dropped a little bomb. You never there, hear about third-party delivery yeah, exactly, shows. Yeah, never. <laughs> but you know, I think as we're looking at it across across the QSR landscape, it's really it is definitely people say it's a necessary evil. I don't see it as an evil thing. I think it's a it's a necessary necessary, and and we look at it as you know it could be about a sales generator, but I'm looking at it as more of like could be a, a media marketing uh, arm for us and looking at it as a media approach as opposed to a sales generator. It's exposing us to a new audience. It's bringing sure. new customers into the brand. Let's look at how we can benefit and, and uh, leverage that. The one caveat though is that Boy, these a lot of these third-party companies are really charging exorbitant fees uh, and yeah. commissions. And when you're looking at an 18 percent uh, that a franchisee is paying for them to deliver the product and may not be taking the best care of the product, we really have to look at whether or not investment is good. And um, I think those those fees were made sense when they were building up 
their companies, mm-hmm. but I think now they're now they've got it built. Now that infrastructure has been paid for, let's look at how do you do business in lieu of long term game as opposed to the short immediate fill the pocket. So hopefully we'll get there as a, as QSR. I think you're looking at the right way, especially as a marketing person. Yeah. You got to look at it as sure the sales are great, but it's 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 lead and You're getting new customers that maybe you wouldn't have got, and now you've got to take that customer and bring it through your channels, mm-hmm. your uh, ordering channels, your apps, your loyalty yeah, program, etc. Yeah, 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 exactly. So you know, look, I agree. We've been using the third party platforms in our restaurants forever, mm-hmm. uh, and and we love them because they do bring in new customers that maybe you wouldn't otherwise get. They do bring in business, but again, if you just want to like leave it at that, that that's your only what thing you're going to do about it is I'm going to turn it on, I'm going to bring in business, and that's it. And that's that's what you want to do. That's okay. But if you really care, yeah, then you have yeah. to do more with that. Yeah, there is no easy button with third party. And, and sometimes people go into the mindset of, oh, I'm paying someone else to pick up the product and deliver to the customer. But you have to work with that third party. Your customer. It's, it's your customer. It's your guest. And not, we, we talked about this yesterday. Not all third party delivery uh, companies are the same, are created equally, right? Definitely A not. A lot of them aren't train, training their team Their drivers, drivers right. Yeah, the dri- and then you have all this care being taken at the store to produce a great product, a beautiful smoothie bowl or a great smoothie. They're 20 minutes late in picking it up. They get lost delivering and suddenly you've got this smoothie that's a frozen product that's been sitting out there for an hour and, has, and the customer or the guest has a crappy experience on You're the other end. just talking about that with yeah. Donato's, leaving yeah. a pizza on the, on the, on outside in the cold in the snow in yeah. Minnesota. You know, it's 30 below. I yeah. mean, that doesn't work. Yeah, there is no product integrity there. You know, the cheese there. is frozen, so, yes. the pepperoni's no it's good. Your, it's your guest and we, we own and operate restaurants ourselves. It's it's our guest, it's our food and we get the black eye. Right. If anything they, goes wrong. They will never look at Uber Eats Correct. for this or Grubhub or DoorDash. Yeah. It is Smoothie King or Donato's or whoever, yeah. yes. and, um, and, and, it's, and that's where when you're looking at that premium of 18%, what else am I getting with that 18%? Yep. Am I getting commitment that if the product's not good upon delivery, I'm getting a refund, I'm getting something? You there, probably there could, but that. it's a pain in the it's butt to pain. try and get that. I think the obstacles are put in place to <laughs> deter that. Yeah, you're like, yeah. it's so hard. It's like, fill out this form right. in triplicate and mail it to us. And yeah. We'll get back to and you. And in, in 90 to 120 <laughs> with days, with a receipt. You may and- get, yes. <laughs> And the customer has to sign it, uh-huh. you know? Yeah, exactly. And then get it notarized. Yes, notarized. Yeah. It has to be notarized. Yeah, yes, they don't make it easy. Yes. But also, too, they're, they're analytics. If we're doing, like, we, we do some programs with DoorDash, we do some with Uber Eats, and, you know, we're investing money on a monthly on a monthly basis. But, boy, the delay in getting analytics reporting back to them, there's just no sense of urgency. Yeah. And I know there's bigger customers out there than Smoothie King, so that might be where the lion's share of their attention is. But boy, when you have a when you have any customer, if you're going to take that customer and take their money, you need to make sure you're providing them a service. And that's just one bit of friction as we're working through uh, third-party delivery. Is okay, we've done this promotion, we're doing free delivery, we're paying for this for a month. What are the analytics? And when you can't, when you have to keep going to the well and asking for those answers, 30 days out, 45 days out, you know, 60 days out, and you're not getting those responses. That's a that's a big you know bone of contention for us. Well, I gotta say, I don't know who you're talking to, but who whoever you're dealing with at these third parties doesn't think that you're an important customer. They're <laughs> out of their mind. There's a lot of bigger <laughs> fish. Cr- a lot of bigger I don't fish. know. You yeah, say yeah, so. Yeah, 1,400 yes. stores yeah. and growing 100 at a clip. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I would be. Given anything, whatever you want, I would be given. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta go talk. I'll be your salesman. There you I go. Love Shots, it. You'll talk I love it. Them. I will make some phone calls. Okay, listen, it wouldn't be a podcast if we didn't do our crystal ball moment. So it's your first time at FOD, and I'm thrilled that you're here. Um, when we come back here two years from now, um, what do you think are gonna be the hot topics um, at the food on demand mm-hmm. show? What What do you think might have changed or evolved in two years? Well, I'm sure digital is the digital uh, engagement, interaction, and and kind of just the pathway to digital is, is going to be 
surely another hot topic, especially as we're looking at AI and everyone is, is getting into that pool. I still think labor is going to be a big issue, though. Um, and I'm surprised there really hasn't been much discussion about labor of integration across. You know, we, we, I did sit in the um, great presentation on pricing, which I found was fascinating and really helpful for me to, to sit through. But um, as we're looking at states moving the, the minimum wage up to $15 an hour, now there's proposals for $17 an hour. Oh, in when, New York, in New York, it's going. It's, it's, it's going, already yeah, been yeah. legislated. It's yeah. next year. It's 17. Yeah, it's already 17 been. is, yeah, New York. Is, and then um, there's there's conversations rumbling around that by, by, 2020, by 2030, it'll be $21 an hour. Well, in New York, um, I'll just tell you, it's, it's another thing they're talking about, which they're now literally, it's, pa it's, it's almost passed in New York City, $33 for delivery drivers. And I'm saying to myself, if we have a federal minimum wage and then mm -hmm. the state weighs in and says, hey, I want the minimum wage to be $15. Right. Great. Why are we carving out this thing for delivery drivers. Now a delivery driver gets 33. Well, what am I going to pay my line cook? Mm -hmm. Why would my line cook want 15 or 18 or 20 or 22? He's making the food. He can literally make almost double delivering the food. Sitting in a car listening to music <laughs> and listening yeah. to your so, podcast. So, and so deliver these politicians yeah, are like, yeah. we got a delivery driver yeah. is the most important aspect of our entire business. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. The food <laughs> handler. The, the, the food person handler. that's driving yes. delivery. That's the most important yeah. part. I mean, so they're really creating a whole new problem. I get yeah. it. But I mean, I don't understand that. So to your point about the labor, I mean, it's, it's they're putting a lot of pressure on us now. But you know, I, I, I've read so many articles. Uh, the the tipping pandemic in in the United States, right? When you go to Europe, the tipping is not because it's part of their sure. stuff. Yep. As you know, when when I worked in in restaurants, it was two dollars and one cent an hour, right? That's what we got as servers, two hundred one, and that's why you got the tips. Yes. Mm -hmm. And then you split out. You gave ten percent of your tips to the bartenders yep. and five percent to host, host, host to or host. hostess. Yep. Right, 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 sure. right. But now everywhere you go, you were being asked to tip mm -hmm. everywhere. And yes. it's, it's funny, like I come from, my family's from Ireland initially, and so my cousins and relatives come over to visit. They're just stunned by, wait, they spun their, you know, they're at a counter. They, the, they spun the thing around and it's 25, 30, 35, or 50% or other. What do I, you know. Makes you so uncomfortable. Yeah. And, You're and, like, if, if I don't yes, push the button, yeah. do they hate me? If, if, I, if I go down to 15% for you standing there handing something over a counter when I know you're getting paid $15 an hour. Yeah. Am I a bad person for doing that? Or I don't know. And I think that also puts from our side as operators, we look at, we don't want our our guests to feel uncomfortable, yes. right? We want them to feel, we don't want them to feel pressure. We want them to tip if they feel as though, hey, I'm going to tip you. But our, our teams are paid, you know, they're not paid 201 an hour. Right. They are paid above minimum wage. They are, and, and we do open, we do welcome guests to tip. But we do not like to have that pressure of it. So as we're doing our app development and our new MVP, we have we don't have that starting at 18, 20, 25. There's so many restaurants that do that. And I th I just think that's off-putting as a guest. I, I agree. And I think there just hasn't been a lot of discussion about that on really what's our approach and what are we trying to, what is the objective? Well, in New York, to, yeah. uh, you know, a lot of restaurants, certainly Danny Meyer, one of the most famous Pushing restaurant the cost to the guest. He tried to yes. just say no tipping and yeah. built it into the price. And he, it just, it, he stopped yeah, because stopped. all the guests were just like, I don't understand. So, so this person that's serving is not getting any money. They're, yeah. they're just not getting paid. And it was just working for the general, for the yeah. love of the sport. It was yeah. just, working for the love yeah. of the sport. and he was trying to yes. move that. Yeah. And I got to tell you, I do love traveling through Europe and a lot of places in the world. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it's just included. I, and like, again, I, you know, I'm just a guest. 
the owner takes care of his people. If he mm-hmm. didn't, those people wouldn't be working there, yeah. I suspect. Yeah. You know, I, I know down in Miami, I, I don't think it's a rule or a law, but a lot of the restaurants down in Miami, it's just included. It's mm-hmm. just, and it's there and it makes it really easy. Well, it's a just, lot of restaurants are doing that now here domestically, here in the States as well. We were in New Orleans, they had that included. And I was in up in New York, I was up in New York, New Jersey. I was actually in Italy last beginning of last week. And, um, you know, it's what they do in Italy too, is they'll bring the bread, they'll bring a bread service around to your table you don't ask you get put there and they, they put olive oil and a little vinegar for you. you don't realize they're actually charging you two dollars and two two and a half euro for each person at the table for that you, that you don't ask for it they put that's it just the americans by that's the way what, yeah that's that's just the they do that unless too. you wave them off you're getting charged so we yeah, went, i think I went italians to, don't get charged yeah, i went i went with my seven sisters there was eight of us there and um every restaurant we went to they'd put the thing of and we'd look oh my gosh two and a half euro for each of us for that and none of it like one person ate it two people like, and you have to wave them off coming then i came back i went up to newark and i was up in new york and then to new jersey and um went to several restaurants where yeah it was built in as far as tip and they even noted in there no tip is what you do you think in new jersey tip. i'm a big new jersey fan jimmy yeah. doesn't like new jersey oh i like new jersey yeah i like jersey are you are you originally from, I'm from are, new, are new jersey, jersey moved part? to new york i was from shortles new jersey okay. melbourne new jersey that neck of the woods yeah. and uh i said one time that somebody asked, are you guys from New York? And I said, yes. And Jimmy goes, you're not from New York. And I'm like, I've I lived that. here for like, that. you know, all, 30 years. All I said was, oh, you guys grew, you're from New York. Yeah. I said, he's from, and then I said, Jimmy doesn't like New Jersey. He's never been, the, he's never even been through the Lincoln Tunnel. I couldn't even get find Wait, it. you haven't been through the Lincoln Tunnel? I, I don't think you'd even find the tunnel. I, I, I can promise you, I spent a lot of time <laughs> okay, in Jersey. I was, <laughs> a lot of time in Jersey. They call me Mr. Lincoln Tunnels. We, yeah, we, we flew up <laughs> last Jimmy week. Jimmy Lincoln Tunnels, his name, yeah. We flew up last week, I had two of my kids with me. We were going up for my nephew's wedding, and uh, we went through the Lincoln Tunnel, and my kids were just, the whole time could not, because it was slow traffic, it was raining, and they could not, they kept saying, how did they construct this? Yes. How did they construct this under, all way back then? Why did they use tile? That's what they kept saying. Why did they use cement? Why did they use white? But I was thinking about because I just went to New Jersey for my niece's wedding last week. Right? Uh-oh. Were we at the same wedding? I don't know. Wait, West uh, Orange? No, no. Okay. This was in Livingston. <laughs> okay. Close, but very I was close. in Montclair and then West Orange. This was very so, close, yes. though. But I was driving through the tunnel and I was saying to myself, like this tunnel, like like I think they just approved like to build like a new tunnel. Uh-huh. And that tunnel's they like put, from like 1930. Yeah. Isn't it like rusting on the outside? Like when is that going to When is it going to start leaking? Yes. And, and, and it has the white, and it has white subway tile, you yes. know, the, the six by three inch or whatever. I don't know. But, but how do they get to the outside? Like the inside they can fix, but what about the outside? Isn't it all like rusted and gross? They use divers. Yeah. Well, that's get where. Get out of here, Jimmy. They get <laughs> no. divers with glue guns? When, you, when your teenage kids ask you how they construct it and you're just like, uh. Well, yeah, I don't know. I and don't know. And they're quickly know. looking up on their phone. But and, I know yeah. it, was a, it was like it was like 100 years ago. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's it's still impressive, though. It you really know, we is. Can't, it's like we, the pyramids. Now you build, yeah, you build a house now, it lasts for eight years, right? It starts cracking or settling. Yeah. So we can Sorry. go yes, and talk rabbit holes, for rabbit on and on and on. But I got to tell you. Yeah. I got to get right to the branded quickfire, right? Go for it. We're going. I got five lightning round questions. Are you ready? Branded oh quickfire, Las Vegas edition. All right, bring it. Here we go. Favorite Las Vegas hotel? Oh, I, I love the Cosmopolitan. Actually, Who I, get, love I love it? my Marriott oh, points, and I like not having to go through the uh, go through the casino to get to my room. Yes, yep. it is convenient. Yeah, it is. In. It's yep. usually a three mile walk in some of the yeah. other. And I got places. a great room this time too. I have great, a huge great. room. Yeah, yeah. Me too. Yeah. I look right out to the airport. It's beautiful. <laughs> if you were to get married or renew your vows yes. at one of the infamous Vegas chapels, mm. which celebrity impersonator would you choose to officiate? 
I know everyone's go-to is Elvis. Mm-hmm. I would probably do, um, I would do like Gene Simmons. <laughs> yeah, that would be kind of cool. You or know, Richard Simmons too. Either <laughs> we way. We haven't seen you Richard know? Simmons yes. in a long time, I, but know, having Kiss there would be kind of cool. Kiss would be kind of, yeah. That would be yeah. cool. Which, which upcoming Vegas concert residency would you choose? Would it be Bruno Mars, oh. Miranda, Miranda Lambert, or uh, Cool in the Gang, or uh, Rod Stewart? Bruno Mars. Bruno Mars. Yeah, I was, I was, I was sad. I oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was sad to miss Adele's residency. I kept thinking, oh, I want to get out here for that. But it wasn't a very long residency. No, it was no. like a week. No, I think she canceled her first residency. Yeah. She had a panic. I think it was a month or something. No, she had had polyps. I think got her vocal. Cords. I know the inside scoop. Okay, okay that, right. was that was what was they, just, that was a farce. Yeah, they gave that oh, out. But no, that really, was, wait, that was fake news. Yes, that oh. was fake news. She got on the stage. <laughs> and she, she didn't like the lighting or something. Oh. And, and she, she's she, like, "I'm not singing in and, this kind of." No, place. you have to do it in the accent, though. I can't do the accent. Yeah. <laughs> Mine is like, "Hello, I can't sing like this. I can't do it. I'm a devil, damn it!" Actually, that sounds like her. It's oh, there you go. Thank you. Thank you. I can't do it. I'm a devil, damn it! Uh, anyway, true or false? The yes. Golden Gate Hotel and Casino is the oldest hotel and casino in Las Vegas. Originally opened in 1906 as the Hotel Nevada. Ooh. I think the Hotel Nevada was the first hotel, but I don't know if it was. It's now the Golden Gate. So I'm going to say false. Jimbo, care to guess? I'll say true. It is true. Yeah. The Golden Gate okay. Hotel is the oldest hotel. I did not hotel. know that. I was yeah. on the other side yeah. of the bed. Yes. There's a little way I, do, I remember reading, I, did, I saw some documentary on the settling of Vegas and it was Hotel Nevada. I did not know it was now. I'm going to have to yeah, go check it out. Yeah, but what about Bugsy Siegel and like the Flamingo? I mean, yeah. what about that movie? I, I mean, think, I, I think that was the third hotel. I got to the movie. I swear it looked like there was nothing here, but that was the first one. Yeah. That's uh, Hollywood taking liberties, Jimmy? It could be. Don't and you love going back to those old hotels? There's not so. even a plaque go, with his name on it. Yeah, go go play some slots that. in the old hotels. All right, listen, now yes. we're going to the blackjack table, oh, okay? Yes. Yes. You're playing a little blackjack. Yes. You can either have Jimmy mm-hmm. as your dealer okay. or you're going to have Shatsy as your dealer, and you're looking to win big. Who do you have better odds of beating? Gosh, you usually go with the finance person, but I'm going to go with the restaurantor. So you're going to beat the restaurant. Beat the restaurant. Yes. I, think, I, I think that's agree. the right call. I yes. know that you beat me. He will lose interest. Yes. He'll count he will. correctly. He'll, he'll suddenly squirrel moment. All yes. restaurateur gets distracted. He'll, 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 he'll see take, someone he'll walking by. I would, yes, yes. He'll, I would see, yeah, he'll see someone walking by with some cool crafted yes. cocktail. He'll be like, wait, where did you what, get that? What, what the heck wait, is that? What are the cogs on that? So much you share cards with each other Is there tahine on the rim? What are the cogs? And then I'd be like, yeah. 100%. I agree with you. Listen, thank you. You, Marianne, so much yeah, for coming you're by. Thank Super you. fun to have that you. That was on the so podcast. painless. I appreciate no, that. Thank, thank you. you uh, and, and again, really enjoying what you guys are doing at Smoothie King. You can't wait Thanks. to continue to champion it. But also, I want to try a bowl. You know oh, what? Uh, I'll, you know, I'll tell you, tell you one thing too. We had for 420, you know, we had some fun with like, hey, it's a fresh, it's a, it's the only bowl that'll cure the munchies. <laughs> Our sales, 420, we did like, you know, up 36% versus last year. We there had this go. huge spike. We had I love it. So now, that's many, a marketing. Yeah. That's a marketing. No, I, had, marketing. I had a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, Embrace yeah. 420. Was, you know what? It. Absolutely. It's a good I cultural it. moment. Oh, Marianne, thank you so hey, much. Hey, thanks, you guys. Absolutely. Appreciate it. And to our listeners, thank you so much for tuning in uh, to this very special episode. Uh, we know there are hundreds of thousands of podcasts out there. 
and we're thrilled that our subscriber base, our listeners continue to grow exponentially. So we appreciate it. If you want to get in touch with any of our guests uh, that were on the show today, uh, you can email the podcast team at podcast. Should at I be Brandon. giving out cell phones, Jimmy? I have all we their numbers. Cell phones anymore. <laughs> podcast at brandedstrategic.com. We'd be happy to make the introduction for you. Uh, if you haven't done so already, please make sure to subscribe to the podcast. You don't miss out on any of our exciting guests coming up in the future. So from Jimmy Frischling, your finance guy, live from Vegas, signing off and passing it back to my boy, Shachi, to close great, us out. Great, great time, Jimmy. I got to tell you, this is awesome. Thank you, Marianne, again. I just want to say one thing, Jimmy. Yeah. Boom. Boom. Boom.store. Jimmy, you mentioned it a little bit at the panel. You stuck it in there, and I liked it. Stuck it Listen, in. if you're looking for a solution, if you need to find technology to help you operate, go to Boom.store. I got to tell you, there are over 500 different technology uh, solutions out there in all different verticals, and you will find the one that's right for you. And, Jimmy, do you know the cost to go to Boom? Sounds very expensive. You would think, right? I think. I think. Zero. Zero. How do we make point money, Zero. Volume, volume. Jimmy. That's right. We volume. make it up in we volume. We make it up in volume. Yeah. Listen, right. thank you, everybody. This is Shatsy signing off from the Hospitality Hangout. Cheers, everybody. Cheers. Hey, everybody. Shatsy Restaurant Guy here, and I want to talk to you about Point of Sale Systems. Touch Bistro, it's the all-in-one point-of-sale and restaurant management system. That's right. It's an entire restaurant management system that makes restaurants easier to run. It makes it easier. It basically runs by itself. You use Touch Bistro, and basically the restaurant runs by itself. It provides the most essential front-of-house and back-of-house and guest engagement solutions on one super-duper powerful platform. Touch Bistro helps restaurateurs streamline and simplify their operations, allowing them to spend less time manually connecting the dots and more time connecting with guests and growing their business. That's right. You will grow your business 50 to 60 to 70, maybe even double by using Touch Bistro. And that's a fact. That's a fact. It's built to meet the unique needs of the restaurant industry. Touch Bistro is fast. It's reliable, super easy to use, and it has all the features that restaurateurs need to increase sales and deliver a great guest experience, and and you save both time and money. So listen, go visit touchbistro.com and learn more right now. That's touchbistro.com, and you will find the greatest point-of-sale experience you've ever had.